Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. Five seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havacek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung lane, drive left field, one run is in, here comes Breen, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. So, five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you've all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Sean and Neil here with you tonight. And special guests. Hayden Barrier. Hayden Barrier. Welcome to the show. Guest, not guests. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, listen, when you got a game like Hayden, it's guest. We talk about it in plurals. <laughs> Mad game, right? Mad game. So, well, Hayden, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah. anytime. <laughs> so, we wanted to, um, you know, we wanted to bring you on and talk to you about, you know, your recruitment process. You're going into your senior year. You kind of reclassified, moved up from the junior <laughs> year to the senior year, and 
back down and back <laughs> up. So you're like a yo-yo back and forth with that. So, yes. but we're definitely in the senior year, right? So big high hopes for this for this season. Yes. Uh, trying to clobber that monster, that monster of Clark County again, right? So that's our goal there. But we wanted to talk about your recruitment car, uh, process because you recently uh, committed to Youngstown State. So uh, you had committed to. Miami, is that right? And then some backdoor the stuff there happened there. Yeah, Miami, Not Ohio. <laughs> some some crazy stuff happened up with that. You wound up having to, you know, open your recruitment back up, and then you wound up at, at Youngstown. So, yes. so that's what we want to talk about. Let's talk about that <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, what happened with Miami? <laughs> oh well, I committed. Probably, do you think it was? I don't know. Maybe like May. Of, mom says may yeah mom says may and i may have been committed a solid two weeks before the coach got fired for she just got fired yeah yeah, yeah. so you know how that goes was she was she the main reason why you were wanting to go um just the staff as a whole was really good in my opinion uh it was an all-female staff which was kind of different from Every, like every other place I've been to, but I liked it and I was so, content. So at the time, Miami, Ohio felt like the place. Yeah. I thought it was when they offered me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to school here. So, okay. So let's back up even a little further. You play obviously for Montgomery County, you play for the West Virginia Thunder. How has playing for Montgomery County and playing for West Virginia prepared you for college in your, in your opinion? Um, West Virginia Thunder has definitely been more of, like, accepting my role on a team with the players that I'm, on, I'm playing with. Like, I play with two Olympians, so obviously... I mean, they're, they're decent. Yeah, like, I'm not doing the same thing I would be doing in high school, but I think that my high school team has kind of shown me more of, like, what being a leader looks like because I have, I don't know. I feel like that's more of my role on that team than it is on West Virginia Thunder. So well, and I mean, so in Montgomery County, it's everybody's come to expect Hayden to we need we need a basket. We're going to go to Hayden. Mm-hmm. Um, and for West Virginia, when you play AAU, that's not the case because, as you said, you play with Olympians. You play with <laughs> I mean, Power Five yeah. college signees. <laughs> So while you can still shoot it if you have to, sometimes I just need you to go in there and just hound somebody defensively. Or sometimes I just need you to pass the ball. So it has allowed you to grow in that aspect, correct? Yes. And and that will probably benefit you at the next level. Yeah, I think so. So speaking of the next level, how when you talked with Youngstown, how did um, they tell you, like, how do you fit into their plans? Well, they run a four out, one in, so just a bunch of shooters. I was going to say, I'm a dummy, so what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, just like four shooters and then a big girl under the basket. So So. you're the big girl under the basket. Right. Right, okay, all right. (laughs) No shooting for me. (laughs) You're just going to use that, grabbing rebounds. (laughs) Right, yeah. So 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 they're pushing the ball, looking for high-scoring opportunities in in that layout. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that's – I play best – like that and we kind of play like that some in West Virginia Thunder just really moving the ball down the floor but it gets to a point where like if someone's open on the perimeter we can all shoot it so you're going to shoot it so I think playing for a college team like that is going to be kind of something I'm used to. So does that sound crazy to you that 
I'm talking about shooting it at the collegiate level. And not just like at Berea. Yeah. Like Trent Milby didn't bring in here at Berea. You're going to D1 Youngstown. Like how does – what's the thought process? Like how does – has it sunk in? Like, hey, I mean, was that always the goal? Was it if it was there, I'd like to do it? What's what's the – like where does that, where does that stand? Um, the whole like shooting it at the collegiate level – was kind of intimidating when I was younger and, like, just getting into my recruitment process. But especially this year, I've played against girls who are literally committed to, like, South Carolinas, Tennessee, yeah, like, places like that. So it's like I'm kind of playing against people like that already. Um, it doesn't really bother me. But, yeah, this has kind of always been the goal. Nice. College basketball. So – First it was Miami, Ohio, and I'm I'm, I'm just over talking you. Sorry. Uh, first it was Miami, Ohio. Now it's Youngstown State. So, mm-hmm. what about both those places was when you walked in? And because I've heard that like Sacred Heart was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you know you've been places that was you know Bellarmine. You had a visit at Bellarmine. Bellarmine's obviously closer. Yeah. Uh, what about Youngstown State? Like what what about it? Where you when you went there, you're like, yep, the, this is it. Um, well, they had us stay in, in, like, a hotel, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes away from campus, and it wasn't, like, super crowded or whatever, but it was still, like, a town or whatever, but on campus, you were, like, in town, like, downtown. Right. And I liked that, because it felt like I could kind of have a mix of, like, okay, I'm home, but, like, not really, because I can be in town if I'm on campus. And then, when I went to Miami, though, it was a really small town, really small college town. And I liked it because I was young, and I was like, I don't want to leave home. But as I've gotten older, it's kind of changed. Wasn't that May? Yeah. So you weren't that much. A lot can change, I guess not. A lot can change in five months. <laughs> I, I mean, that is true. But they, look, she she already went through that recruitment process, thought it was over with, and then two weeks later, was like, all right, got to start all over again. I, I just grew up. <laughs> now I got to go again. Right. What it is? She wants to get away from mom and dad's. What it is? Oh, right? I don't know I about mean, all that. Sorry, guys. Uh, so having you know. We, you know, we've talked about your mom a time or two. Having somebody who has went through that process mm-hmm. was that beneficial to you? Mm-hmm. Was and, and 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 tell me about the process. Like, obviously, I wasn't recruited at a high level at all. I had one offer to play collegiate soccer, and I accepted that one offer. So there weren't people knocking down my doors like, "Hey, come play soccer here." Um, and, you know, getting letters, getting phone calls that. That has to be overwhelming at at, at some point. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of advice would you give to an an upcoming athlete that you know has uh, collegiate ab- abilities mm-hmm. to handle that situation? Well, mom, when she talks about her recruitment process, it was a lot different than what it is now, just because, like, it's honestly a business for these colleges, and they make it pretty obvious. So, a common thing recently has just been players, like, setting boundaries about, like, when coaches can contact them. They're like, I'm not going to be taking calls Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Right. And, like, honestly, that's good. I think that's healthy. Like, you have to prioritize time for yourself or you're going to get completely overwhelmed and sick of it. Right. Well, and, you know, when your mom's, you know, the biggest difference with your mom's recruiting process is that social media wasn't a thing. Right. And, like – Coaches and cell phones wasn't a thing. It was like got to call the house, <laughs> right? Talk to mom, talk to dad. Got can I talk to Beth? 20, 20 foot cord, the rotary phone, the ching. <laughs> um, 
But I would imagine that sometimes, and like you said, those boundaries, sometimes coaches have to think that, well, I have 24-hour 24, 24 access to this player. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they, they have to think that, well, more is better. You know, if, if I show her that I really like her, I really want her, that's going to – that's that, that's got to be better on the flip. But what I'm getting is, like, it's like, no, that, like, that drives me away. Like, yeah. I don't want – you're like you're like the the just over top of – I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So – you would you would suggest setting those boundaries? Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you're gonna get worn out, like just tired of it. So I'm curious now that now that you've like, you know, recommitted to to you, you, know, you Youngtown, Youngstown State. <laughs> Words are hard. <laughs> Do you still get other coaches reaching out to you trying to get your to change your mind? There has been like a couple smaller places that I don't even know if they realize that I've committed, but they still have, like, reached out. I think, like, Anderson University, Cumberland sent me something the other day, but I think more of it's, like, they don't really know. Now of course, the you, places, still, you still have your senior year to go, too. I so do. do you feel like that there might be the possibility of somebody coming in and you'd be like, oh, hold on just a second? Mm, honestly, no. Yeah. I'm really just – Content. You're, you like, were ready to get it over with. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you wanted to get it, it to weight off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can understand that. Get, sure. You know, if going into the senior year, you don't – the work's done, right? Now you just got to focus on, you know, staying healthy, get through right. the senior year, and be ready to, to, to walk in, you know, next summer, I guess, is probably when you would have to go yeah. um, and, and get to work for them. Mm-hmm. Now, do you feel – are you going to – do you know this? Are you slotted to get playing time as a freshman? Are they going to redshirt you or, you know? They haven't mentioned anything about playing time, redshirting or anything like that. But I know that they have some, like, kind of upperclassmen, I guess, like sophomores, juniors, that can really shoot. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't play a ton, maybe end of fourth quarter when we're <laughs> winning a bylaw or losing by a lot. But That's a question I was going to ask is that – you know, it looks like they were thirteen and seven last year, um, basically tied for third in the in the conference. Mm-hmm. And so, when coach talked to you about you know coming on and, and <clears throat> offering you a scholarship and whatnot, did they say anything like you know we've had a lot of seniors leave or whatnot? I mean, it looks like they're in a pretty good position right now yeah. to where they could grow um, and even go out and win the the Horizon League. Um, they haven't said anything. I don't think now if there were kids that transferred that like entered the portal i highly doubt that they would have like went and told me like yeah we had like five gotcha. girls enter the portal but they haven't mentioned anything and i would be surprised honestly if they had more than one girl leave gotcha only 20 games did you say 13 and 7 13 to 7 well that's just in the conference oh okay yeah i was gonna say man no they, they get away with only playing 20 games they were uh, they were 17 and 13 overall okay so the coach at youngstown what's mm-hmm. what's what's their name Coach Barnes. Coach Barnes. Yes. So, we've had Coach Dustin High on a time or two, and uh, he is one of the most, you know, all golly gee shucks kind of guy there is. <laughs> right. uh, but one thing that we have all come away with after talking with him and seeing him coach and interact with you guys is that there is definitely a relationship there with with him and his players yes. uh it seems like that you all really like him and will and and play really hard for him do you see some of those same qualities 
in Coach High that you, in the little bit that you've got to know Coach Barnes? Yes, actually, they remind me a lot of each other. He, um, from what I've heard and seen, um, is very, like, down to earth. Like, he's not going to get in your face and yell at you. And he's, like, not going to cuss you out in practice. But he's going to tell you, like, pretty disappointed in the way you've been practicing. Like, Which hurts worse. Yes. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I think that, like, he may make me cry if he sits me down. It's like, yeah, I'm really disappointed in him. Hey, and I'm really disappointed yeah. in you. It's like, can you just can you just kick me out of practice, right. coach? Can you just cuss me and kick me out of practice? Right. Yeah, but they do remind me of each other. Just tell me I'm ugly yeah, or something. Just tell me my shot is broken. <laughs> um, so... How long has Coach Barnes been at Youngstown State? Eleven years. Eleven years. Okay, <laughs> had to had to had to lean on Dad on that. That's, yeah, it's one, of, that's, that's one of those Dad facts that we know. <laughs> but see, that's that's a good thing, right? There's some stability there. It's not yeah. one of those first time coaches, or they've only been there a year or two. That if they're not doing something the way they want, then you know you could wind up with a coaching change in the middle of that. Eleven years seems to be like there's. There's some some give give to that to allow them to do what they they want to do. Yes. So so you know obviously it it has to be somewhat difficult when come with some pressure to play basketball in Montgomery County <laughs> when your mother has a sign entering town that the home of the home of Miss Miss Basketball. So how have you handled that? Like because. Obviously, and and you know we're 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 going to talk with uh, we have talked. This is the Saturday show. We have talked with your mom and Coach Kindred, okay? And you all aren't the same player. Uh-uh. I mean, your games are completely different. Yeah. So how have you handled that pressure? And it's like, listen, I'm not trying to be Beth. I'm not trying to be my mom. I'm trying to be the best version of Hayden that I can be. Mm-hmm. So how have you handled that pressure? Um, I really just try to separate myself from my mom. Like, I keep in my head that, like, we aren't the same person. Like you said, we don't play the same way. And I'm not saying that, like, mom couldn't have played at the level that she did if she was playing today. But the game is completely different. It is. Mm-hmm. And so I think that people, older people especially, who are, like, stuck in their ways, like, yeah, mom, <laughs> she, mom was a lot better than you are. I mean, she played when there was no three-point line. <laughs> Just Dang, <laughs> that's hard. Oh man, oh man, West throwing darts. He don't have right. throw. He's older than everybody in this and room she's by ten years. Right behind him. That's dangerous. <laughs> so, and 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 you are right. Like they're the game's completely different now. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's taken over by the Caitlin Clark's of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, my hero. I love Caitlin. I love Caitlin Clark. She loves Caitlin. Awesome. Clark. She is. Um. So, I'm going to give you an opportunity to brag a little bit. I'm sure you've seen some of your mom's footage. You've heard stories, all this stuff. <laughs> What's something that Hayden does better than, than her mom? Play defense. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she didn't even have to think about it. That's worse than that comment. <laughs> so, so, you, so, you're trying to say that she... She didn't give it her all on the defensive end. She, I'm pretty sure, would admit herself that she was not big on defense. Well, you know. But, but I mean, and it sounds like where you're going to be going, there's not going to be a lot of defense played there either. <laughs> Jacking up three-pointers. You got, 
you know, four people shooting threes. Poor one, one girl in the middle trying to get all them rebounds hey, all by herself. In, in the middle, she's going to be the post player. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, but doing those things, and I and and, and I, I'm glad you said that answer because mm-hmm. that ties back into your time with West Virginia, mm-hmm. where you had to do things that you don't have to do here. Yeah. So that can be an opportunity for you to earn your playing time by being that dog type defender mm-hmm. that is going to just irritate you from the moment you get <laughs> off the bus right um so so i mean that that could benefit you in the long run i think it will honestly yeah so what conference does youngstown state play in did i did i just say that a minute ago you did not say that i did do that and said yeah. it's horizon league i don't think he said it okay that's how i know it because he said it he did you won't know because you don't listen to the show i don't listen to the show yeah, but it is Horizon League. You're all lying. He didn't Which, say that. <laughs> isn't that. That's like Wichita State's in that, right? Wichita State, Northern, Northern Kentucky. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. what schools, talking about your recruitment, we mm-hmm. know about Miami, Ohio. We know about uh, uh, Sacred Heart. We know about uh, Youngstown State, Moorhead. What, what schools can you honestly say were on, like, in contention, Bellarmine was there. Like, what schools were were in contention for the services of Hayden Barrier? Um. Well, I was about to commit to uh, UNC Wilmington. I forgot about them. Yeah. Like, honestly, like I was about to commit, and then they were like, "We had someone uh, take your spot." It's like nice. That has to be super disheartening. Oh, it is, especially after having to decommit from Miami. I was finally like, okay, like this is where I want to go. No, someone take your spot. So, yeah. okay, so that, and that's where the one. business side comes into it. You right. know, you're right. kind of like, I either have to make a decision quick, or I've got to m- move on to another mm-hmm. school. You know, yeah. and, and you know, being the business side of it, if she would have said yes standing in front of the coach, that doesn't mean she would have got it. Right. You not, know, because right. in all honesty, if this other girl. Would have come up thirty minutes later after she commits, and they would have been like, eh, "Sorry, Hayden, we uh, right, we 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 didn't have an extra spot. We thought we did, but we don't." Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's the business side of it. I right? miss, we, I we miss about numbers. that a ton. <laughs> you know, we we've talked about that a ton, and, and and it's and it's things like this, and you and 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 you'll hear us say this all the time on the show that makes college sports it, like it's got a yuck ick feel mm-hmm. about it. Is that it is it is such a business now? Yeah. So. Whenever the coach was let go at Miami, Ohio, yeah, did you who call? How did you find out? Did you get a call? I actually didn't even get a call from the head coach. I got a call from one of the assistants who ended up going to Wilmington. Yeah, um, and she let me know. And then I stayed in contact with her and another one of the assistants throughout my process. Not even because they were recruiting me, just because like that's the type of relationship we had, right? Was she the one went, that went to Wilmington? Was she the one that was trying to get you to come to Wilmington? Not even that, actually. It was uh, she wasn't even on staff. They had to. They just gotten a coach. They needed a whole new set of coaches. <laughs> so, so. Wil- Wilmington would, was was a whole new setup too. Mm-hmm. And, and see, that scares me, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it does. I mean, I think, I think the situation where you're in, where you've got the stability, he's been there for eleven years. I think I would rather uh, in today's game where they don't care to fire a coach after one season. I mean, heck, Mel Tucker got fired this week, and he's only been there a couple of years. Of course, well, you know, situation. We'll talk about that later. Mel Tucker did something. But, but, <laughs> but I'm just saying, 
there is no such thing as loyalty when it comes to university versus coach, pros versus players. There's no loyalty anymore. Right, so, which, which has a direct – I mean, that's directly related to the players because, you know, your coach, Coach Barnes, been there 11 years, 12 next season. Something were to happen and he takes a bigger job mm-hmm. than the new coach that comes in. Well, they didn't recruit. Like, and you may not have the same relationship with them. So that's where you see the players that opt out mm-hmm. of their of their scholarships. So uh, hopefully, and, and I'm speaking it into existence, Coach Barnes is going to be there for the duration. Uh, I would say in the only chance he has uh, – aside from breaking rules, is probably taking a bigger job. But uh, what are you most looking forward to going into Youngstown? Uh, they have a really good football team. So I think probably just being able to go out and, like, enjoy other sports and people, just being in college, I guess. Live, live in the college life. Right. So aside from hoops, mm-hmm. what's a major? Exercise science. What do you want to do with that? I want to be a physical therapist. Okay. Does Youngstown have a PT program? They do. So, I mean, you could go right in. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's pretty nice. <laughs> I mean, and I tell kids all the time, if you can get a college to pay for any portion of your education, mm-hmm. jump at those opportunities. Right. So, Sean talked about your senior year coming up. What are some goals that Hayden has for herself, but also the team this upcoming season? Mm. I think one of my big ones is I don't know what the deal is when I play Clark County, and this probably goes for the team too, but it's just been set in our heads since probably seventh grade that we're not going to make a shot. We're not going to be able to get rebounds. Like, we're not going to be able to stop anyone on defense. So, I think probably just getting that out and realizing – So, you're defeated before you get on the floor. Yeah, honestly. Probably realizing that, okay, this is – Maybe the last time you're going to play these girls, so get it together and play. I'll tell you this, Hayden. We, we have interviewed a lot of coaches and a lot of players on this team. It's not just ladies' basketball that that mentality is there. It's mm-hmm. like Clark County has this cloud over yeah. us and a lot of the sports. I mean, like the ladies' soccer, they've never beat Clark County, right? Or, or is it the it's other way It's been a while. Right? It's been, yeah, a, it's been, a, been while. a while. And, and, and so it's like that's the goal, right? You know, let's try to beat Clark County. And it's the, like, regional finals, what is it, three years in a row now? Yeah. So, like, you're good enough to be there. Yeah. It's just like, we got to, but it's hard to wipe out that darkness in in your brain when, when, because it's a mental game. It's not just physical. Mm -hmm. And when your mental is holding you down, you know, so... Dustin's going to have to figure out a way to get that, that, that block out and get that cloud of dust out of there and try to figure out a way to get over the hump. Cloud of dust. <laughs> dust for brains. Dustin High. Dustin, dust for brains high. That's his name. Sean just I did it. not say you that. Did. You, you said did. that. No, no, no. I just read between the lines. That's all I did. So Dustin will come in here and punch me the next time I, he's on. I, uh, golly gee shucks. I don't think he's going to. Um. Even though I, my favorite all-time pitcher of Dustin High is him, and he's just lighting into an official, and Katie Joe is there holding <laughs> yes. on to his shirt oh, tail, yeah. like, yeah. like, 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 like on a leash. Like I'm only gonna let you get so far. Yep. And I got you right here, so coach, you just give it to him, and I'm, just, but you're not getting any further. That's my all-time favorite pitcher. <laughs> so, what, what are some of your, what are some of your lasting memories from playing high school basketball that you'll be able to take with you? 
Um, literally any and every game with Savannah Parker is a lasting memory. She was so funny, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not. But, like, she was just such a light to the team, whether or not they want to admit it, because she got on some people's nerves. But me and her had a really good relationship. We still do. And I, like, genuinely enjoyed playing with her. Nice. And, I mean, that's really what it's about is enjoying the people that you play with. I mean, you know, the wins the wins are great. Uh, you know, championships are great. Points are great. But it's those relationships that you build that will carry on forever. Yeah. Um, so what do you want your legacy to be? I think I just want to be remembered as, like, the kid that, like, worked her butt off, like, I guess, like, I can shoot or whatever, but, like... She says whatever. Like, like she doesn't <laughs> shoot really well. But you like, know, I mean, I kind of shoot. Whatever. <laughs> she's more of a rebounder. Right, though. she's That's a rebounder. She's <laughs> you know, right, she right. plays defense. Yeah. She does, and she learned that right. at, at West Virginia I Thunder. have a feeling that this defense is going to play a big role in your game at Youngstown State. I think so, it too. Does. Yeah. My, I, I don't know why. I just kind of feel like that that particular type of offense probably isn't focused on I that? I think because I said that just a minute ago. I think that's did why. Did you really? I did. Well, it, was a, it was a good point. It was such a good point <laughs> I that I don't remember you I saying did, I did say that. I said the skills you learned, you know, playing those type things with West Virginia Thunder with the Olympians and the D1 athletes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I the, remember the Power that. Five. But you didn't point it directly to Youngstown State. Mm, I think I did. I said you're going to be able to carve out some playing time because of that. <laughs> Hayden, did I not? We're hammering it home. That's what it he is. He did. <laughs> so... Let's 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 talk about the recruiting trail, but not typically. Like, let's talk about some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what was the best thing you ate? Any of the places you went? Hmm. I think your dad would say a crab roll. Oh, yeah. The food. I mean, like a legit crab roll. Yeah, he loved that. He <laughs> raved about that for a while. They got some really good wings in Connecticut. So. Which is surprising. Like, you don't think mm-hmm. about Connecticut having wings. Good wings. So, probably. Now, what Sacred college Heart. was that? Sacred Heart. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that's where they were. Yeah. I would have assumed New York. Light 14 hours away. So, all right. So, Connecticut wings were your favorite food. What mm-hmm. What was your What was your favorite trip? Also going to Sacred Heart. Only because, though, like, this sounds like, oh, my God, like, did she commit to the wrong college? <laughs> no. Um, but it was like, I don't know, I felt like a real deal. Like, they flew me out, flew me back home. I don't know. That just felt really cool. <laughs> well, and I mean, that, to touch on that for a second, that's got to be super cool. Because, like, like, they're trying to get you, it's, it's a pitch to get you to choose them as mm-hmm. much you to, like, for them to choose you. Mm-hmm. So... To be wind and dine, so to speak, yeah. by all the, I mean, to different levels by all, all these universities mm-hmm. has to be something pretty cool. It is, and it's fun. No, no. You're allowed. You're allowed five yeah. um, official visits during the year. Correct? Mm-hmm. Is that during? Have you finished those off, or could you actually do that again this year during your senior year? Not that you're going to, because you know you, yeah. you're you're committed. I'm pretty but, sure I could. You could do it again, yeah. And so, two more. Mom says two more. Yeah, I just as long as I stay in. Now, is that kind of like you talk about it being a business? Is that kind of like grody on the players' part to take these official visits to schools after you've already committed? I don't know how that uh, works. Yeah, I'm, I probably would say yes. 
unless something happens with like I would say it's circumstantial. Like something happens with the coaches and you sure. don't want to decommit. Right. But You're gonna open your commitment back up. Yes. Right. Okay. So what about that would be a bad look. It's like yes. it's like I'm committed to Youngstown State, but Tennessee. But have you had the wings in Connecticut though? <laughs> right. I mean you know. like, I hear they got some great barbecue in Texas. I don't know. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Note to self, one of my kids has to become a Division One athlete so I can go <laughs> eat food. Um, Skyler, it's on you, buddy. Skyler, you better start running, buddy. Um, so, who are some of the most unusual characters you encountered on your trips? Because there have to be some goofy people. There was a handful at Bellarmine, which may not come as a surprise. It's a little bit of a artsy type it is you know it is and just like in passing and like on the tour and stuff there was some definite like some that you were like i don't know that i want to be here (laughs) not that nerds are bad it's close to home but so is morbid gosh um so what is maybe a funny story you can leave us with from your recruiting trail there has to be something Mm. that every time you think about you start laughing probably um when we were leaving the hotel in Youngstown to go have breakfast, and then literally, I mean, hours before I committed, we had to leave the hotel running out because there was a fire in our hotel. <laughs> that was good. That's probably the best did one. You, did you start the fire? No, but. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, Beth knows. The human <laughs> jukebox. I almost went to. We didn't start the fire. I was waiting for it, but it didn't come through. <laughs> Well, Hayden, I, I have watched you grow up. I mean, we, we literally, I remember watching you and Caitlin play in Children's Church out at Camargo United Methodist Church. And so I've literally watched you grow up. And I think it's it's extremely cool to, to see you progress through all the years. And you started young playing basketball. Well, and, well I was going to say, I think your mom had shared a video recently of you on uh, the Comets wearing a jersey that was too big (laughs) and jumping on your free throws. Yep. And I was like, to see, like, (laughs) the shooter that you've become. I mean, still the same little girl, just a little bigger. Just a little bigger. Just a little bigger. (laughs) But uh, I think it's cool. And I'm I'm proud of you. I really am. And uh, to, to be able to say... Hey, that's we, one of we, ours. We know her. Yeah. You know, I've known her since she was this big. Yeah. You know, and now that that really makes me feel old because well, you are. I'm getting to that point now that I literally am seeing kids that I remember when they were that big. Right. And um, and because I, I, I used to always be like when I would be with my dad, I've known you since <laughs> knee high to a grasshopper. It will be cool that you can turn it on ESPN Plus, watch the Penguins play, and as the roster comes up. Listen, Let, how the uh, heck are you all the penguins? It's in Youngstown, Ohio. I, I, there ain't no there penguins now. there. In the zoo. They're not that far away from Cleveland, and get ready. It's going to get cold in the wintertime. Yeah. No, they're, they're not penguin cold. Well, I don't know. They get that lake snow out there. They'll, you find the chancellor's name, and I'm going to talk to him about that. Did you say fake snow? No, no I said <laughs> lake of fake, lake snow. Of fake <laughs> snow. I thought she said they get fake snow up there. They feel it's like peony peaks. It's fake snow. <laughs> it's fake snow. Like, she'll look out of her dorm room one morning and be like, "Where did this fourteen inches of snow come from?" So, how far is Youngstown from Cleveland? I think about like an two, hour. Oh, okay. It's like in between 
Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Well, I will say. I feel like I remember seeing don't Youngstown know if signs Don't when know if we you're a pro football Cleveland. fan. The Pro Football Hall of Fame's nearby. Well worth the trip. So is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is close by. He's only saying that because he told us straight up he hated it. He did hate it. Uh, what? But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's there. <laughs> so, both those things we attended this summer, pretty cool. If you're looking for things to do. And the Brown Stadium. And the right there. Stadium. We saw the outside of it. Went to a Guardians game. Guardians game. Does Cleveland no. have a WMA NBA team? No. Definitely. Pittsburgh? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Next. Okay. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> See, sometimes we just get this awkward thing where we just start randomly talking and then it goes silent. So, well, Hayden, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us and rambling with us for 33 minutes now. So, well. uh, we hope it won't be the last time that we get to talk to Miss <laughs> Hayden Barrier. Next time, hopefully, uh, it'll be... You know, she'll get to tell us how college life is going. Yes, that'll be fun. I mean, we do have a high school year coming up. Still. I understand we gotta talk that, about but, and she'll be on that. I, and, but, and I mean, we're gonna we're we're probably gonna call a few of those games. I mean, we're talking of, about the Youngstown games. So we're gonna yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> so drive up that that you need to work that in your NIL deal. Be like, I right. got people. All right, All right. I got I got my that, own video crew. Got, I'm like Prime. They're gonna come up here, and they're gonna they're gonna they're they're gonna handle my social media accounts. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So, I mean, Youngstown's what, six hours? Yeah. So, we make that driving tonight. (laughs) Awesome. Well, again, Hayden, we appreciate you coming on. Good luck uh, this upcoming season and future endeavors for sure. (laughs) We will definitely talk to you soon. Thank you all. Again, thanks, Hayden, for coming on to the show. Uh, that was a pretty fun interview as well. I enjoyed learning about her process as, you know, because obviously, I don't know if you can look at me and tell, but I'm not a Division One athlete. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the things that she got to talk about, uh, I never got to experience. So it was kind of cool to live vicariously, so to yeah. speak, for, you know, 35 minutes through her and, and, and hear her tell about uh, the process of being recruited. And she's the first one that we've had on to be able to do that. Um, we, we have hopes to have Reagan Oni on soon uh, to talk about her process as well. And I'd like to see this become a, a normal thing. Right. You know, because everyone's going to be different, right? And everybody has a story. That's what makes it so unique. Is and that, it, like, I like some of the questions you ask, like, what was your favorite food? What was the best visit you got? And, you know, we learned that she loves chicken wings from – Connecticut. Connecticut. Who would have ever thought that Connecticut had good wings? You know, it's funny because, I mean, being from the South, we like biscuits, right? Mm, biscuits. I remember when I was a kid, my dad sold those um, arrow signs that set out like in front. It used to be a bigger thing than it is now. But he would travel all over the country delivering these things. I remember him going to Maine one time, and he said he asked for biscuits and gravy. And the biscuits were so hard, he said, I swear you could have used them as a baseball. He said, they didn't know how to make a biscuit up there. And just thinking that northern, because I remember we went to Wilmington a few years ago. They don't have sweet tea up there. It's tea. You order sweet tea, they go, well, we have sugar on the table. Well, I've been places before, and you know we call mayonnaise salad dressing or Miracle Whip salad dressing. Yep. And uh, I was at a Subway, I forget where I was, and I, and then I ordered salad dressing on my sub. And the lady looked at me and was like, uh, what kind? <laughs> and I said, regular. Regular salad dressing. And she's like, uh, 
is that like ranch? And I was like, no, mayonnaise. And she was like, I've never heard it called salad dressing. <laughs> because salad dressing is Miracle Whip, right. not mayonnaise. Now, if you said Miracle Whip, they'd have been like, oh, we don't have By that. the way, you have I have become a Dukes fan. Dukes is the best. And and I'm you know I'm a Miracle Whip guy. I know. And my family likes Hellman's mayonnaise. And I'm like, nope, I gotta have the Dukes. And they go, There's not that di- oh, 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 there oh, is. You said there's not a difference between Hellman's and Miracle Whip. There is a difference. And I I'm a Dukes guy now. I don't have a defined enough palate. To tell the difference in mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. Oh, I oh yeah. I'll use them interchangeably. It's sweeter. Yeah. It's got a vinegar. Mir- Mir- Miracle Whip is much sweeter. Yeah. I'm, I don't have a defined enough palate. Yeah. I mean, you it's eat like, too fast. It's, 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 it's like between Gatorade and Powerade. I can tell the difference in those. Somewhat, yeah. Uh, it's that, closer there that, than it is yeah. in Miracle Whip well, mayonnaise. One funny story about food before we move on. Uh, I was also in Atlanta one time. And um, I ordered sweet tea at a Waffle House. And the lady was like, sweet tea? What are you talking about sweet tea? And I was like, tea with sugar? Oh, no. We call that ghetto tea. (laughs) (laughs) So I ordered ghetto tea. And it was sugar with tea, wasn't it? Basically, yes. (laughs) It was it was thick. This is kind of this is I put this on pancakes, right? right like this is syrup, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't say maple syrup. Oh man. All right. Well that was that was fun. That was fun. So moving on. We don't have time for our five and five. Well, because it ended up being like five and twelve and a half. <laughs> I, know. I know. Uh but first thing I got on the list tonight is um what is wrong with Alabama? Two words. Tommy Reese. <laughs> yeah. Um, they went through three quarterbacks Saturday and barely beat South Florida. Right. And, and I mean, it now, com- South Florida's better this year, but they should not have been in that ballgame with Alabama. No. I mean, Alabama is head and shoulders better than at, – at every level, they're head and shoulders better than South Florida. I should have bet – South Florida plus the points, it would have ensured an Alabama onslaught. Well, Alabama fans are asking for you to take the the team that they're playing this week. Well, it, it's a guarantee. It's a guarantee. Whoever I bet on is not going to cover. So, Tommy Reese, it's the best thing that happened to Notre Dame is that Tommy Reese left, right? Yeah, and, and I don't think they realized – I don't think that – Notre Dame realized the problem was Tommy Reese last I mean, year. it doesn't hurt that they have Sam Hartman, who is really flipping good. I know. Yeah. But uh, the new OC that they brought in, which, by the way, is not the OC that they wanted. Right. Right? He's, he was like the third or fourth choice that they got to because they wanted the OC from uh, Utah. Yep. And Utah that was a done miles. deal other than the fact that the AD would not come off of the money to pay for the guy. Right. Uh I really like Marcus Freeman there. I do too. Uh, and I think it's more on Marcus Freeman than it is OC, but a lot of it's on Sam Hartman. I mean, he makes a lot of OCs look well, good. He's He's been in college as long as Stetson Bennett. I mean, he's been around since 2017 at this point. So, I mean, a long time. But I don't know his viability in the NFL prior to coming to Notre Dame. 
He probably gets drafted. I think he's a viable quarterback in the NFL now. Well, I mean, he's 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 putting up Heisman type numbers right now. He is, but none of the quarterbacks at Alabama are doing that. No, and I'm thinking if things don't turn around, Tommy Reese is going to do. He's going to be the one and done. He's going to be in the unemployment line next year, looking for a new job. And you know, the whole point of him going to Alabama is because he wants to be a head coach. Yeah, we. So that was like his stepping stone. Yeah, not nope. Mm-mm. So no bueno. Yeah, Tommy Reese. Reset. Is Tommy Reese going to be the reason that Nick Saban says, forget it? Well, I think, I honestly think they could lose three or four games. Yeah. And you look at Nick Saban's not going to put up with that. I've told you all along, my hot take is Nick Saban's going to retire. He's doubled down and said, I'm not retiring, which means in coach speak that he's thinking about retiring. He's already done that once. I am not taking the Miami Dolphins job. That's right. And then he said, I'm not taking well, the Alabama job. He, he's saying that because he didn't want to fool with that conversation all year long. I don't know. I know Sean and I had this conversation. If Kentucky beats them later this year, and it's it's a it's a it's a it's a pick. People are picking that. Could he pull Steve Spurrier and just retire? Listen, if I get beat by Kentucky, I don't need to be coaching no more. That's basically what Steve Spurrier did. Well, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. If after the game he just like Nah, I'm done. Oh, this is it. I think we was joking around going, the wife's out there. She's right. got the car. I'm Urban just... Meyer. I'm... Oh, my heart. Oh, oh. This oh, is my the heart. big one, Carolyn. Right. It's, it's, it's bad. But Tommy Reese, <coughs> Tommy Reese is, needs to be Tommy Reset or Resign or yeah. something. He needs, to get, he needs to get the heck out of, out he of Tuscaloosa. He needs to get a deal with Reese Cups. <laughs> See, interesting thing. It's Reese's Cups. But it's Reese's Pieces. Because nobody says Reese's Pieces. You're right about that. <laughs> they say Reese's Pieces. There's no some A pe- on the end of it. Some Reese's? people do call them Reese's Pieces. Well, they're weird. They're sociopaths. Reese's Pieces? Yeah. Who is that? Did E.T. call them Reese's Pieces? I couldn't tell you. E.T. phone home. No. It's Reese's Pieces. That's right. Anyway. What about that Colorado, Colorado, Colorado State game? Colorado. It, it was. It was a little bit more of a game than it was. It was not a rivalry prior to Saturday. As long as those two coaches are there, and that's a rivalry. You know, with yeah. Colorado State's coach coach running his mouth, everybody expected Colorado to just run away with that game. Yeah. And and the Rams come out and smacked Colorado in the mouth. Well, and that's what we were waiting for. We were waiting for Dion to get because Mike Tyson says it best, and I, I say this all the time. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That's not the way Mike Tyson says it. No, Mike Tyson talked a little bit like this. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> but, Mike, if you're listening, I love you. Please don't find me. Um, That's why I that is Neil Payne. His <laughs> <laughs> address, address is 125 Dove Trace. I don't know who lives at that house, but that's Sean's neighborhood. Go find them. <laughs> um, but Brian Beasley. Is right. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, I apologize. But uh, I wanted to see what would happen prior to them getting to a big game. And I told you all, I thought – the Colorado State game could be the trap so game you did, you did because they were looking past that. So I'm, I was excited to see what happened, and I think Dion's team showed a lot of resiliency. Yeah, and I mean a 98-yard drive with 
two minutes left on the game, goes down, gets the touchdown, and then the two point conversion. With you could argue their most important player, not I mean, I was getting ready to say with without Travis Hunter, without that Travis just Hunter? got absolutely smashed. And listen, in I'm the ribs. not taking up for that kid that did that for Colorado State. It was a dirty play, yeah, but it was one of those that was almost necessary. It was like I'm showing you right now. I don't care who you are, what you've done. You're not, you're not coming in and just taking something from us. They haven't said what that is, but that looked like a broken ribs type of. Oh hit. yeah, that's that's because he immediately doubled over yeah. right, right in that and, area, and he's out for a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, at this point. So, but you know, they showed the resiliency. They came back. They won. We're going to talk about this in the pick'em, but they're headed to Oregon now, and they have a considerable. Spread, yeah, yeah, against them, yeah. yeah. So we'll get to that in a minute. Um, did did you see the? Wait, wait, wait. What? Did you see the flags back on Sean's truck when you pulled in the parking lot? <laughs> hey, he unpacked all the Jader stuff. He was running Billy Napper out of town, and listen, the dude's going to get fired. You go back and listen. He said that multiple times. Multiple. Multiple. He's he's, he's going to get fired. He was we're going not, back to Napier. We're not going to get him a chance. Now he's. I'm not even going to call him his real last name anymore. Right. right. He's going back to Napier. And I bet. Not this, Napier. I bet this man was getting ready to say, did you see Florida beat Tennessee? Well, if you were looking at the outline, that, that would have not been the case. That's the next topic. But since you brought it up. Oh. Have you seen how good a coach Billy Napier is? I mean, <laughs> you've always been a fan of him. I have. I mean, ever since way back in the day when he was at Louisiana Tech or wherever that You knew that he was going to work. Wherever he was. <laughs> you, you knew that he was going to work. Well, I knew this. He had to have this ball game. He did. Because. Oh, yeah. It, it was. That was the type of win. It was an impressive Team victory. You, Tennessee was never in that game. They ran the ball to perfection in the first half. They couldn't really move the ball in the second half, but their defense played like the old school Gator defense. I mean, they they made they made your Milton Heisman pick look like trash. Well, it's, it's he lost the Heisman trophy Saturday night. He didn't have the Heisman trophy prior to Saturday. But, yes, Saturday he's out of conversation, and also yeah. they're out of the college football playoff. That, no because doubt. that's not their last loss they have in the SEC. Yeah. Now, and, uh, and everybody today was like, Tennessee now looks like the old Tennessee, and it just shows you how good Hendon Hooker was. Right, and and how special that team could have been with that with if, if Hendon Hooker didn't tear his ACL. Um, but – that like you said, that was a statement win. Yeah, um, it was a win that is going to get a lot of people off his back. I really like. They bought Bi- him some more time. I really like Billy Billy Napier. I think I told you whenever he got hired, it was a great hire. Yeah. But what about Graham Mertz? Graham Mertz was in quarterback purgatory in Wisconsin. That's where quarterbacks go to die. Okay. That's I mean, nobody well, I mean, wants to be the quarterback it, it, in Wisconsin. Even with me, I I hated. The fact that he came, but that kid looked really good. What about he's athletic? Yeah, we didn't know Graham Mertz was athletic. The the thing that I saw, I mean, I watched that whole game, and the thing that I saw from him that I've not seen from a Florida quarterback since probably Kyle Trask a couple years ago was he didn't force the ball into bad situations. 
if he didn't see it, he either ran out of bounds or he threw the ball away. He did not force it into a bad situation. He took what was given to him, and and that was that's key, right? I mean, we talk about it. You look at uh, Nebraska won Saturday night. They scored thirty five points with their with Harburg as the quarterback. They didn't turn the ball over. Right. They turned the ball over on the first game. He completed the pass. I think they fumbled the ball, but they didn't. He didn't throw interceptions like Jeff Sims has. And you look at Harburg and you're like, if we play like this the first two games of the season, we, we probably beat – We I know we beat Minnesota and may have beat Colorado. Well, and you hear Adam say it all the time. You got All it takes a lot of times is to have a good game manager. Yeah. Just don't turn the ball over. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you Sunday, Graham Mertz went from being in quarterback purgatory and maybe trying to make the roster as an undrafted rookie – to being drafted in the NFL. If he continues to play at this pace. Graham Mertz is going to be an NFL quarterback. And it's like, think about what I just said. The only move Graham Mertz had was, hike, turn and give it to my running back. Hike, turn and give it to my running back. Hike, slant pass. Incomplete. And Incomplete. He, and his name is Graham. Graham. <laughs> Listen. Underrated cookie. Graham crackers? Graham Wait, crackers. I love is it a cookie? It is, it is a cookie. It's I know a it has sweet cr- cracker, which makes it a cookie. Mm, I don't know about that. I think it's I a mean, cookie. they make graham cracker cookies, but the package of graham crackers is a cookie. I would not consider that a cookie. It's a cookie. I think it's a cracker. You're going to eat it it's, with your chili? It's perforated. You're going to eat it with your salad? It Maybe. You depends, lie. It depends on the salad. Well, you eat lots of weird things I'm going to eat it anyway. with peanut butter. Garbanzo right. Exactly. Beans. Garbanzo beans are That's really one of good. my favorite snacks. You, garbanzo beans? beans. No, peanut butter. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, you're the weirdest human being. I don't even know what a garbanzo bean is. It's, it was the character from Muffet Babies. Garbanzo, the guy oh, with the nose. <laughs> that was Gonzo. Or Gonzo. <laughs> I was going to go, waka, 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 but that was the... That was Fozzie. Fozzie Bear. Who I thought was a dog. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot that of people thought was a dog. Ralph! We were trying to figure out his name was the other Fossey day. Bear, not the drummer? No, no, that was Animal. Yeah. But he was... I'm all confused. Ralph was the dog that played the piano. I yeah, thought Ralph... Go floppy ears. Yes. I thought Ralphie was the boy from Christmas Story. <laughs> that one, too. There's two Ralphs? Yeah. But anywho... I thought he wrecked things. Right. Anywho. <laughs> yes, that was a statement win for the Gators. <laughs> He's, he's staring in between the lines. We're leading. We're pushing time. We're leading on the guardrail. Sparks. What about the missed field goal? Listen, that was a field goal. Adam, I'm going to give him the atomic dog. Okay. Because no, he not. gets caught. No, I am. But not there's. On, not, on, not on paper. Ain't. There's an asterisk. Because that field goal went in. Clearly, every angle of the replay, it's in. I mean. I got to figure those refs had Ohio in the points. They listened to our show. <laughs> they And they knew that Adam called the dog. A- Adam had the atomic dog, Ohio beating Iowa State. Iowa State with seven minutes left to go. Kicks a field goal that would have been the game-tying field goal. And the refs. Well, actually, they kicked the field goal. They were down 10 nothing. They kicked the oh, field gotcha. goal. They would have made it 10-3. Gotcha. You would think that in the NFL and college football, they would have VAR. Well, you know, they for, would you would think field goals. You would think if Adam Muncie was a gentleman, 
he would be and a stand-up guy. He would say, "Boys, I'm not claiming that because that's not right." They did not win outright. That's what I'd say. Listen, if that was me, I'm in his shoes. I'm not taking it. And his argument, knowing him, is what's the score on the scoreboard? Well, you know, his argument was, well, I mean. Oh, that's right. He did win it because. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his argument was, well, they. Um, who'd, who'd they play? Iowa State. Iowa State. He said, well, Ohio missed a field goal earlier in the game. Yeah, but Iowa State made theirs. Yeah. That's dirty. Dirty, rotten scoundrel. I'm giving you credit for it because technically. But there's an asterisk. If this was a baseball Barry Bonds hit, we are branding an asterisk in it and giving it back to you. <laughs> if you want to claim an asterisk victory, then you do that. It's good enough for third place right now. Yeah, absolutely. So, NFL Week 2, is Dallas for real? Their defense, yes. They did this a lot last year, um, beat teams up big time defensively. They didn't play very well against the eight really good quarterbacks that they played last year, it's, though. You know, it's just it's just when will Dak take a Duke on the field? When will Dak be duking? Well, I think I think they got Zeke out of the way, so they don't have to force the ball to him now. Um, and Tony Pollard's just happy to be there. Deuce Vaughn and Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard are both running really well. But he is really forcing the ball to C.D. Lamb. I mean, Lamb had, like, what, 27 catches yesterday? Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. Hey, so you talk about catches. I heard this earlier because I got satellite radio back, by the way, for the first time in forever. Um, And I was listening to my guy, Todd Bowles, talk today. So the question was, there have been 47 kick returns in two weeks of NFL play. 47. All the games. 47 kicks have been returned. Only six have they made it past the 25-yard line. So the question is, how do we fix that, or do we just get rid of it altogether? Todd Bowles thinks no, it has its place. But if every kicker is kicking it out of the end zone, what's the purpose of even going through the motions? Well, I mean, they did that so that there wouldn't be injuries on kickoffs. I mean, they purposely tried to make it to where it would be more touchbacks than kick returns. So they're just going to have to wait till the kickers start tearing their ACLs after they're kicking it so hard through the end zone. They're like, okay, now we got to make another change. Let's just get rid of it, period. Well, and it's like you got these guys that only six returns yeah. have been for more than 25 yards out of two full weeks of games. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's shocking that we haven't had a kickoff return for a touchdown. I mean, yeah, you would think that the odds would be at this point yeah. we would have had one return for a touchdown. Right. And it's just – Is that the, is that what you were telling me earlier, that the, the fact that you heard that you wanted to – Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it, that's pretty impressive. It blew my mind that – I mean, how many kicks are there a game? Ten? Hmm. Interesting. Not as good. The I delivery, wasn't, you're right. The delivery's not as good. It would have to be less than 10 because if it's 47, there's been well, only 40 games. Only 47 have been returned mm. at all, any kind of return. And then six of the 47 have gone past the 25-yard line. Gotcha. I mean, just boggled my mind. I don't know. It is interesting. See, that's better delivery. <laughs> and he didn't even say, hmm. And, and he genuinely this time was interested. 
you all have got me a complex now. I I don't think I've said hmm, interesting. You have in not, and it, <laughs> and it kind of and it kind of frustrates me if I'm being honest. Because <laughs> you're waiting on it, aren't you? I'm verbally frustrated right now. Well, we've had some interesting shows. Worthy <clears throat> though. I thought so. I do too. Nathaniel Hackett still sucks. He still sucks. How this dude has a job, I don't know. Give the stat, Sean. So, he had, he had nine running backs last night. Three running backs. Sorry, three running backs last night. Because nine running backs. It's like, oh, my God. He's putting, he's putting defensive linemen in the backfield. We, we don't have a punter or a kicker because we no, he, have more running backs. We just, we just want all the running backs. <laughs> Quarterback's going to pooch punt all the time. Three running backs. They all had 15 to 16 plays. A combined nine rushes for less than 30 yards. Whoa. Yeah. Three running backs run the ball nine times and they get a combined 30 yards. That is three rushes for 10 yards per running back. And you're Math. talking about Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. So he's a new guy. Bryce Hall <laughs> had over 120 yards rushing against the Bills defense last week yeah. and helped them beat the Bills. But he ran the ball four times. For eight yards. How does this dude continue to get jobs? Maybe that's- How does the head coach go smack him and go, what the flip are you doing? Oh. Why are we not running the ball? And Sala looks like the kind of guy that would slap you. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe I mean, that's why. Do the head coaches not have more control? Maybe that's why Aaron yeah. Rodgers, uh, you know, uh, tore his Achilles because he was like, I can't play for this guy. <laughs> so he sabotaged himself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's on He. he Hackett's the reason that that Rodgers is there. Maybe he's like, oh, you've dropped off a lot. Maybe Hackett forgot. It was like, oh, God, I got the Mormon milf hunter in the backfield now, not Aaron A-Rod Rodgers. And the crazy part about it is, is, you know, now now people are starting to look. I mean, Denver hasn't played great um, the first two two weeks. I mean, although Russ has put, I mean, Russ put up some points yesterday. Anyways, but now they're starting to go, well, maybe, maybe it was Russ and it wasn't. Hackett. And I'm like, no. No, it, it was Hackett. Hackett is horrible. I think it was a bad combination of both. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm telling you, Russ is Russ is not cooking no more. He cooked a little bit on Sunday. Uh, look, I, I mean, he, he had 38 fantasy points, several touchdowns, threw them to nobody on this planet that anybody knows. He can't get it to a rolling bowl. I'll tell you that. If he was a pot of hot water, he would not get it to a rolling bowl. Maybe a simmer. <laughs> bowl. That's, that's bowl. Thank you for saying bowl. You're wrong. Because it's not boil. No, we don't say the I here. No, it's bowl. bowl. Just like it's old. Right. But Russ doesn't cook. Maybe simmer. Mm, and I don't know if he's, he's in the simmer yet. I, I think he's back here on the warming station. Right. Now. He's just trying to play for him. Right. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't say that. No, no because Sean Payton said that's stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he called him out. Yeah. Uh, after this game. He's like, you know, we caught. He said we wasted our timeouts. He's like, I, you know, I'm not used to burning timeouts in the first half because we can't get the plays in. He said, you know, Wes is going to have to get faster than that. And he said we may have to go to a. Russ, you said Wes. Did I say Wes? Yeah, yeah I was like, Who's, what, who do <laughs> I like? Wes? Yeah, I'm in. Coach. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play <laughs> today. So, but Russ was a good story. But I think Russ has got too full of himself. And I'm, it's about time Russ gets put out the pasture. I mean, watching Geno Smith play, it looks like he was a product of the Seattle system. Right. I think so. I th- and Which means 
hey, my boy Dave Canales down in down in Tampa came from the Seattle system, and the quarterback in Tampa is doing a pretty good job. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. You I didn't did, say his you name. You didn't say his name. Nope. Nope. I'm surprised. I'm not. I'm not. You're I'm, like my my team's two and zero. I'm still not going to say his name. Time to bake. Don't you ever. I'll flip this table over right here. <laughs> well, he baked the. He baked. What's, what's worse? He, he baked the Russ, bears yesterday. Let Russ cook or time to bake. Time to bake. One hundred percent. Final answer. Because it almost sounds like he's going to get high. Well, he might play better. But <laughs> hey, how about the the fantasy owners of Mike Evans? My goodness, can you imagine how great it would be to own Mike Evans stairway, in fantasy? Stairway to Evans. Stairway to Evans. I mean, six catches, one, six catches, one seventy-one in a, t- in a tutty. To Evans. So, I mean, Mike Evans would be a fantastic person to own in fantasy football. Yeah, you don't like it though. Yeah, he, he had a good. Game. I hate fantasy football. And listen, I played that stupid daily fantasy football thing, which I'm going to rename. I'm going to give Jordan Perry five dollars because that's what I need to do. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Because it's going to be a shootout, right? should be a shootout. Six to seven for half the game. <laughs> this, this morning, I was listening to one of the fantasy shows, and they were talking about Lawrence and that, and they go, well, most fantasy owners banked on the fact that this is going to be a shootout, and I immediately laughed because I was like, it was far from that. And that's why I hate fantasy football. Well, I mean, I picked Kelsey, and, and you know, he had a bad game. I mean, he had a touchdown. In in fantasy purposes, eleven points. You just will have a zero out of the tits. Out of the tight end position, though. Out of the tits. Lit tits. <laughs> out of the tight end position. That's pretty good. Well, that's it. You both, said you said tits. Both of my tight ends had more than that yesterday. <laughs> Do we have to put it easy e, now with your tight end on, e on this one now? <laughs> so um, so has has the game passed Belichick by one million percent? This is the first time he started 0-2 since the 0-1 season. He's never been the same since Brady left. So, here's the thing. I had this conversation with friend of the show, Jason Ashburn. He's a, he, he's a co-worker of mine. He is a Minnesota Viking fan that married into the New England Patriot family. Married a girl from Boston. Okay. And so, we had, I said, I got a hot take for you. Boston. And he said, what's that? I said, Belichick's time is up. He needs to go. Yeah. And he goes, you're crazy. And I said, no. Like, he said, you're you're a Belichick hater. I said, no, now you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not a Belichick hater. I will tell you, Bill Belichick is the greatest NFL head coach of all time. He's a defensive mastermind. Okay? But the game is different now. Yeah. And look at his success since Tom Brady left. Right. And now he's 0-2 for the first time in 22 years? Bro, like, hang it up, man. Yeah. they New England as a franchise needs a reset. They got half a reset when Tom Brady left, right? They need the other half of the reset, and they need Belichick to leave. Yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think they're making Matt Jones, or Mac Jones look worse than he is. Mac Jones is not a bad quarterback. But, I mean, he's in the same situation as Brady was, trying to play quarterback with nobody to catch a ball. Yeah, I think um, I but, think uh, Bill O'Brien is trying his hardest to throw the ball as much as he can, um, and I think he's kind of getting the leash pulled on him a little bit, too. Well, I mean, them throwing the ball last night was the best they played against Miami. Look, 
Here's here's a perfect example in my eyes. Belichick needs to leave because Gannon went to Arizona. Arizona stinks. They've been in both games that they've played this this year. I mean, they stink. They they they've got Josh Dobbs at quarterback. They've got you know Marquise Hollywood Brown as their only wide receiver that's worth a darn, and James Conner that's probably over the hill. He's played okay, and they've got you know a decent defense because they had a good draft on defense, and he's got that team playing well. That's a reason why Belichick needs to leave. You can get somebody like Gannon to come into the Patriots organization and be given, you know, a, a silver platter to just say whatever you need and, to do. And Arizona has led late in both games, and they've lost Correct. both games, but they've led late in both of those. Yeah, because so. because those guys know what needs to be done in the new NFL. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Neil, you had a rant. I did have a rant. So I saw something the other day. That really just grinded my gears. Wes, I think you saw the same thing. I saw a hitchhiker. Listen, I'm not against hitchhiking, okay? Sometimes people don't have rights. This dude was on the bypass in Mount Sterling, hitchhiking right here near the studio, out here that so that you know where on the bypass he is. If you're that far down the bypass going out of town, you're going to one place, Dairy Queen. That's all where you're going. Where does the dude think he's going to get to? Dairy Queen? You're, high, you're hitchhiking on the bypass. <laughs> we got transits here in town that will come pick you up and take you wherever you need to go. We got churches here in town that will give you rides. You're hitchhiking on the bypass. Did he have his thumb up? He did. He looked at me. I was like, you going my way? <laughs> no, and I'm you, not. So, so you pull over and go, you going to Albuquerque by chance? So, so I, I talked to Neil about this already. And I, hitchhiking is normally, you, if you see a hitchhiker, they're at an exit, on the exit, getting ready to get on the interstate or something like that. Correct? Correct. I told Neil, there used to be a guy that hitchhiked from Stanton to Mount Sterling every day. And yeah. if he did not get a ride, he ended up in Mount Sterling walking and if it was and if he if it was too late, he turned back around and he walked right back to Stanton that same day. I I know who you're talking about because I passed him a blue million times when I worked at Lowe's. I would drive past him running leads to Stanton all the yeah. time. So like I said, I'm not against hitchhiking. Okay, sometimes, but think about where you are. You want to hitchhike in Mount Sterling on the bypass? So it's like you pull up beside. Where are you going? Listen. Where, where, where are you going? Try and get to Cincinnati. Okay, I'll take you to Dairy Queen. I'll tell you what, I'll take you to Pilot. Yeah, he probably could have gotten a ride with a the trucker there. Right. <laughs> but, like, you're really not getting... Get, Maybe that was his goal. Maybe. 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 <laughs> I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I, it was just awful sus. Video's going to be fun when we get yeah. everything going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Especially wearing that shirt and doing that. So today was day one of our Snackapalooza. Snackapalooza. For birthday cakes, it was a Smackapalooza. Because oatmeal cream pie put the beat down on them. Listen, Coach Yost looked at oatmeal cream pie and said, Run it up. Leave no doubt. And... 
Little Debbie understood the assignment. Oatmeal cream pie, mo them. What was the final score? 65-4. to four. Oh, my God. It sounds like an AAU high school basketball team. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like one of those football games from West Virginia, Adam sent us a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was that was huge. This, huge. That's the most interactions that we've had on any of our tournament votes. I mean, that's over 70. It's just going to get better. 69. It's not over 70. I thought you said it was 69-4. to four. No, I said 65-4. to four. Oh. That's over 70. That is over 70. And this man's figured up squares for a house. For Ruth. It's, an Anderson, it's over 70. That's that Anderson County man coming back out. And you see why I'm successful. Oversell, underpromise. <laughs> but tomorrow. Maybe I need to double check my paycheck. Maybe I haven't made as much money this year as I thought. Star Crunch versus Fancy Cakes. Yeah. That'll be a closer matchup. No, it'll be closer. It, it, closer than 65 to 4. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It'll be 60, 63 to 6. No, I bet it's no. 40 to 20. No. Somewhere in the 40s. There is something about Fancy Cakes and I went Zebra to, Cakes I went and to school with a fat Christmas kid. tree crap. I went to school with a fat kid that would eat Fancy Cakes, two packs of Fancy Cakes every day. And he would dip them in ketchup. Oh, oh no. no. I kind of understand why you're fat. <laughs> I, 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 oh, one day I looked at it, I was like, have you ever tried a fancy cake by itself? It's delicious. You know, I love ketchup. Ketchup, too, is delicious. You like ketchup? Ketchup. Okay. You, you said ketchup. No, there ketchup. Been, okay, thank you. Ketchup by itself, delicious. Fancy cakes by themselves, Delicious. They don't need each other. Maybe he likes the sweet and savory type. Maybe he's weird. Bite. <laughs> I understand. Like I said, I understand why he's fat now. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen because you know he will one hundred percent know that I'm talking about him. <laughs> he's probably the only human that did. I've fancy never heard of that in, until in right now. If somebody comments on on this show on on Saturday, I live at one twenty five Dub Trace. I too. Like the ketchup on the fancy cake. They'll be like, oh, he's missing out. That should He should have tried mustard. <laughs> do, do, do you all remember when people used to call it catsup? That's stupid. That's that not, is stupid. That's not what it's called. It's, it's ketchup. It's, it's ketchup. Yeah, it's ketchup. And it's a food group almost. Yeah. It might be the most delicious condiment. Ketchup? Yeah. I think we've talked about that before. It's been a while. It might be time to bring it back. Well, um... I mean, I'll eat. You don't like flavor. There would be a lot of people that would say that ranch is a condiment. And ranch they, is a condiment. And and I'll, and I'll agree with that. So, do you think salad? All salad dressings are condiments? Then they can be. Yes, can be. Can be. But I. So I would. I. I, think I mean, what ranch, other salad dressing would you be using <laughs> to dip? When I dip, you dip. We dip. Uh. 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 uh oh, boy's fr- favorite over here, French. <laughs> It's gross. French is good. No, French is not good. French, listen. Get out there. If French was if French was a fancy football player, he'd give you the goose. <clears throat> you don't like French dressing? Gross. That's nasty. French, French or Catalina dressing? Oh, I, that crap. Catalina's my favorite. They're, they're good, man. That is gross. That is Catalina's nasty. my favorite, but you can't get it in a restaurant. They don't understand style. That's listen, nasty. but he only, and I like Thousand listen, Island as well. Ranch should be at the bottom of my list. That's a, that's that, listen for my salad. Ranch is all that's all. Listen, 
You you cut his arm, all his bleeding is ranch. Look, <laughs> Caitlin eats ranch on her hot dogs. That's all right. Turkey and cheese sandwich with ranch. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, you know who else eats a lot of ranch? Kids that are in the foster care system. I also, I worked in foster care, yeah. was a foster parent for a long time. I caught they were institutionalized so long, and they a lot of them came from institutions, and the food was so bad. That they would mask the flavor yeah. with ranch dressing because ranch dressing was readily available everywhere. We had a we had a foster kid one time that we had he had his own large bottle of ranch <laughs> dressing because that's how much he went through. And we cooked significantly better than any detention center, right? And it's just the way he, he just couldn't help it. Yeah, I mean, there are some pizzas out there that I still dip. In ranch. If you don't get a little Caesar's pizza and don't get the ranch with it, something's wrong with you. I didn't know they offered ranch with their pizza. Yes. The what? I think I. If we're talking little Caesar's pizza, I think a Zap Pack with a couple splashes of hot sauce. You know, I'm not a Zap Pack type guy, and I don't. I hear that a lot. It's good. That the Zap Pack I, is I what makes the little Caesar's red, better. Red pepper flake, Parmesan guy on my pizza. <clears throat> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't really. We tag team that one. <laughs> tag team. <laughs> Back again. Tag team direct it. Let's get in. I've tried the, the Zest Pack. I, I, I don't really like the that. The what? The Zest Pack? Whatever you call it. Zest Pack or whatever. <laughs> Zap. 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 You got to say it. Zap. Whatever. I don't like it. Let's, let's sl- slick them and pick them. Well, you want to give us the uh, updated standings? I was eliminated after this week. So. Yes, we will. So we have. Yes, let's let's get to the standings. We have. I'm gonna get my weekly power rankings. Okay. Coming in third this week, Adam Muncy. Woo! Coming in first. Wait, this how week, many points is he at? Twenty three. Okay. Coming in first this week, West Crouch. And why did I? Why am I in first? Because you. Picked more games. That's like that seems he, like a question Bobby Knight would get. I want you to say that he got all of his picks right. I, I piss don't. excellence. That's what I do. I don't know what your bathroom routine. I <laughs> because I got them all right. I got all five. And atomic dog. Well, right. Get used to it because it won't happen again. Okay. Whatever. Even though what I said made no sense. And then coming in fourth, being eliminated, Sean Kuiper barely cracking double digits. He's at ten. <laughs> and then in second place. Dad's still hanging around. So, first, second, third, separated by one point apiece. 25, 24, 23. I'm just setting you up for a late comeback. We're yeah. pretty good about it. We're pretty, you could pull a Neil this year because Neil was in the same spot. So I wasn't that bad. You're right. You were double digits behind at one point. But I wasn't that bad. Well, we didn't well, have a Tommy so Dog last year. Let's be honest. If I didn't give you that, because we only picked four games week one, if I didn't give you that point, you wouldn't be in double digits yet. Sure. So, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that. You owe your double digits to me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Last is last. It doesn't matter. So, there's the standings. And I gave them West Crouch power ranking style. <laughs> I like it. All right, so it's time to make the picks. Pick them, Berber. <laughs> let's see. Which one do we want to do first? All let's, of them. Let's go with Oregon State, Washington State. I can tell you this. Adam picked Oregon State in a redemption game. He, he still thinks that DJU is, is on their redemption trail. I'm going to go with Oregon State as well. Small spread. Going to be a close game. What? Where, where are they at? They're at uh, Washington State, right? 
I believe so, yes. I'm going with the Beeves. The Beeve Coons. <laughs> what movie or show is that from? <laughs> it was like the rare... Um, <laughs> that was just coffee on the between that and the first one you said, while, while he's regaining consciousness over there, uh, I, like, go- I like Beaver too. So okay, Beave across the board. Well, I'm I'm going opposite. I'm picking Washington State. I'm uh, going with a coup. You've like never that. had the Beaver Nuggets, then, have you? Well, I mean, I got to catch you somehow. So picking the same game as you all doesn't do me any good. You just got to hit the atomic dog, dog, atomic. What we do next? While we're in the uh, Pac-2, uh, oh, by the way, that is the Pac-2 championship game. It is the Pac-2. <laughs> Early. The yeah. lone survivors. Yeah. While we're there, let's stay out there. Well, let's go UCLA at Utah. Adam has got the Euclid. Oh, Euclid. I was like, is that is that how you pronounce Utah's <laughs> mascot? The Utah Euclid? <laughs> no, U- UCLA. Yeah. Um. That game's at Utah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game back and forth. I'm going to take uh, Cam Rising and the Utes. Is Rising playing? I don't know. That's the only player I know. I, I don't. I don't know They've, if he is or not. They have won without him. They're three and zero without him. Eucla is better, but uh, than they have been. But I'm going with Utah. Oh, I mean, this might be boring because I'm going with the Utes also. I think did I pick them again to win the Pac-12? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, we'll get to that. If Cam Rising playing, I think Utah wins this game. His replacement, I believe his last name is Johnson. I, <laughs> I, he's played pretty well. He's been pretty big for him, huh? Their defense is huge. <laughs> I'm going to go with the. They're going to be well. stiff competition. <laughs> I'm going to go with Utah as well. Bringing the big stick. <laughs> stay in the Pac-12. Let's, let's go for the third time. Let's go, stay in the Pac-12. Again. Hey, look, the Pac-12 is the best conference to watch right now. We've picked half their schools so far. <laughs> we have. Uh, Colorado at Oregon. A 21-point spread right now. First time all year I'm picking against Coach Prime. I don't think they lose by 21 points, but I don't think they have enough to beat Oregon. Give me the Ducks. Adam also picked Ducks. And, mm. and I like spicy duck dippers. And just like Neil, I got to kind of continue on with my Oregon roll here. Yeah. I don't think that Colorado has it in them. If this was at Colorado, I'd, I'd give it a little bit more, but. They've got Colorado this week. They've got USC next week at home. I think they can beat USC. And I think the reason being is I think Oregon has a better defense than USC. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be the difference. And Austin Stadium is going to be nuts. And they're going to want to, they're going to, want to prove a point. And, and so I am not going against uh, Oregon this week. We got Notre Dame at home against Ohio State. Give me Adam Sam Hartman and the Fighting Irish. Adam went with Ohio State because oh. he thinks their quarterback has figured it out. 
They oh. still got Just for Man Ryan Day, and I will wow. I will pick against Just for Man Ryan Day all um, day long. Uh, yeah, Golden Domes all day long. I agree. I think Notre Dame is playing really good football right now. They can run the ball, they can throw the ball, and they play really good defense. If it was in the horseshoe, maybe a different story, but I think at Notre Dame, as well as Notre Dame's playing, yeah. it's going to be tough to beat the Irish. Yeah. And then we've got Florida State and Clemson. I do not know who's home. Uh, Clemson it doesn't home. matter. Clemson's and at home. Currently, it's only, it's only a two-point spread. That's stupid. Adam picked Clemson because he thinks that they've allowed uh, Riley to, to open it up a little bit. I mean, they opened it up against, like, Georgia Southern or something like that and scored 60-something points. I don't know that Florida State will be denied. I think Florida State is the best team in the ACC. I am picking Florida State. I think Florida State goes, no, let's close that. Close them and shut it up. It stinks in there. I think I think what Adam's looking at is the fact they struggled with Boston College. And I think the reason that they struggled with Boston College, you won't get a repeat against that Where against was Clemson. That game? It was at Boston, Boston College. Boston, Boston College is a hard place to play. Yeah. They're not going to get a repeat on they that. They don't have a lot of Johnsons. They're they're. they're <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna be able to to come out and rectify that and, and play better. So, I mean, if you, one could say that it would be a rectifying. Yeah, if they can do it. All right. So now we're on to the dogs. Adam uh, has a dog pick. Rutgers. He told us twenty five and a half. I'm seeing twenty four. What are you seeing? I see Michigan at twenty four. Okay. Sorry, Adam. You're not getting twenty five and a half. Because it's 24 on two different sites. <coughs> and just because you said it was 25 and a half doesn't mean that's what it is because nobody else saw that. Yeah, I see 24 also. So take yours. Tell us yours, Sean. Well, I'm going with an atomic dog this week. I am taking the University of Mississippi over Alabama at home. Ooh. Straight up. Mississippi beating Alabama. I should have done my pick before. Yeah, I was taking this regardless. I don't care if you pick it or not. Well, I'm not picking the same atomic dog as you, but I do like that game. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and give you mine. Go on and get, I'm glad you let me go first. I am taking the guys that just got beat by Colorado because I think I like that coach, and I think he's got that team playing pretty well. Colorado State is a two-point underdog to Middle Tennessee State University. Atomic dog. Say that again. Colorado State is a two-point underdog to Middle Tennessee State. Wow. Hmm. That's interesting. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. How the heck are they a dog to Middle Tennessee State after they just took Colorado to overtime? I mean, Middle it's almost State's like some players. It's but. almost like Vegas knows something on that one, right? That, that that's that reeks of a setup game. I think it reeks of awesomeness. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Neil, I'm gonna go just dog pick. I was gonna go atomic dog, but I'm gonna go just dog. And I'm going to take Louisiana Tech to cover against Nebraska. What's the spread? 20 points. They have not got beat 
by more than 20 any game this year. I take that back. If they got beat by 30. <laughs> no, 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 no. They won that game. Sorry, they won by 30. If if Harburg is the quarterback again, I think Nebraska covers that game. Good. You can thank it all you want to. You took my atomic dog because I was going to atomic dog. Oh, and I thought it'd be boring for us both to pick the same game. Well, I mean, it's guaranteed now that Alabama's going to win. I mean, I told you what would happen last week, and it happened. I mean, not exactly the way it was, but they just barely covered. Right. I mean, they scored freaking 41 points. They were basically Adam in the Garden of Eden. Just had a fig leaf. <laughs> That's how little coverage it was. That's true. They just barely covered. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt I felt positive. I felt like I was very exposed. Right. <laughs> had a little coverage, barely exposed. A lot of breeze. <laughs> it was awfully windy. It's been a long show. Say that again. <laughs> you got anything else you want to cover? I don't think so. I mean, we're just barely covered as it is. Wesley? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm glad football season's back. We didn't talk about how sad it made West that Tennessee got beat. We know he's a Vols fan. Well, we didn't hear from him all night. Uh, night. He was sad. Yeah. Morning. You think he was crying into his Smokey the Dog I, I mean, stuff pillow and, and his Peyton Manning it was like his Rocky Tug, you always be oh, sweet old to me. You know, and I never heard anything back from uh, – I'm disappointing you, Adam, that I said I'll be damned if I'm ever going to pick West Virginia. And I and they put the smack down on Pittsburgh, yeah, right? Yeah, they did. He, never, he had an opportunity to say something. <clears throat> never did. I'm disappointing you. I think he was too shocked they won. Right. I, but Pittsburgh isn't the team they were a year ago either. Oh, they're not the team they were. Either. He's probably like, "Daggone it, Neil." P- Neil Brown's gonna save Neil, his job. I was gonna say Neil Payne. Well, you know, Neil, Neil Brown's gonna job. save his daggone job. I mean, it's like Baker playing well down in Tampa Bay. He's he's wanting that number one pick, and here Baker is Who? going out and being a dog. The quarterback of Tampa, Baker Mayfield. No, no, no. He's the quarterback of Tampa. Who is named Baker Mayfield? His name is the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> It's like that Washington football team. If that quarterback gets a progressive commercial, then maybe you have to drop his name. Be, if he if they start doing some funny progressive commercials, I might be a fan. Right. Is he still with them? I don't know. They probably evicted him. <laughs> Canceled his coverage. <laughs> I'm telling you, progressive missed out on that opportunity. And there's not a lot of coverage. There's not. not they this, missed not out. in this show. All right. Well, guys, that was, that was another great show, as always. Um Again, thanks uh, to Hayden for coming on at the beginning of the show. And uh, I'm glad football's back. It gives us a lot to talk about. Birthday cakes uh, suck. And, yeah, better luck in the loser's bracket, birthday cake. Crying Johnny's coming up. Stay safe, friends. Fatality. The Moco Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.